There's an unassuming gallery in Berkeley filled with artwork that makes you look twice. On display are beautiful hand-built clay-woven baskets and lively, almost elephant-like vessels called dancing pots. The pottery is the creation of ceramic artist Shuji Ikeda. Born and raised in Okayama, Japan, he makes his home, gallery, and studio here. This is my clay woven basket. All these things are attached after I make this base construction. All these places are look like woven, but uh, it's just attached. His work ethic and pottery reflect two influences. His Japanese upbringing, where he says group effort was nurtured, and American culture, where individual ideas are expressed. When you go to Japan, you know, people say, oh, you can't do that? Well, try harder. That's what they say. In the United States, oh, you can't do that? Well, maybe some other day. Take a rest. Meaning, one is saying, try harder. One is saying, well, someday. That's a big difference. And this is the, the gap I'm going to put together with my work. There's the place you have to try hard and the place you have to relax. As a young boy, Shuji learned ikebana, the Japanese art of flower arrangement. He still practices it today. In fact, part of what inspired him to make his clay woven baskets was flowers. He wanted to copy the flower's likeness to capture that beauty in clay. It was a humbling experience. So I start copying the nature, like flowers making out of the clay, but I found I couldn't do that. I was very angry about myself, but angry at the nature that they can produce things, so wonderful things without effort. Part I didn't understand was I had to use the clay as clay. So I took the clay and just braided and continuously building on it. And I didn't have to do anything, just work with clay and push the clay to the limit, the breaking point, and stop right before breaking. What it is, is the interdependence. One piece holds another piece together. Every single corner has to fit together. The handle has to fit together. So they are helping each other. But the one braid cannot show the real beauty if it's only one just sitting there. He soon discovered he needed to break the braid to allow room for when the clay shrinks. So what it is, it's, it's shrinking that way. So what I'm going to do is intentionally break the back side. That's the biggest discovery I ever made working with clay, how they're going to shrink. 
So it's done. What for the basket? It has to be so meticulously done, otherwise so many places goes wrong and breaks. But making a dancing pot is completely different. Anything happens is okay. You need to have the same understanding, same technique, but hands and mind move freely. And if I make a mistake, that turns into a beauty. So that's the learning from basket to a dancing pot. Basket, if you make a mistake, uh-uh, it's not gonna work. Dancing pot, if you make a mistake, ah, it's a beauty. It's just like a relationship. If you look carefully, even though in a different height, different levels, all these wavy patterns are related. And that's where the pinch part, pinching comes in, so you can make it the way you want it. So when you see it, see? It's entirely yours. Shuji calls his work as an artist a collaboration with nature. Part of that collaboration happens here, at a wood-burning kiln in the remote hills of Napa County. But happens in the kiln by doing, firing, more than 50% is not your work. It's the kiln's work, nature's work. For seven days, Shuji and a group of artists work together to keep this climbing kiln all fired up. In Japanese, it's called Noborigama and has been used in Japan since the 17th century. The 30-foot kiln is filled with their pottery, almost 300 pieces. It has steps inside, allowing the heat to rise and move toward the back of the chamber. Wow. See, this temperature is, this is the back temperature and this is the front. For Shuji, maintaining the kiln is an exercise in using all of his senses, making calculations, and trusting his intuition. As soon as you open the door, you look quickly what's happening inside. And what I did was look at the charcoal, the amount, how, how deep that is, and holding my hands and calculated the weight. Now you are listening to this sound. This is the information. And that tone of the sound changes. You can tell the temperature is going down. When temperature goes up, you can also hear it too. Of course, if you're standing close, I mean, you feel the heat, but the timing, sort of like dancing with the kiln and ride it. That's more like the, the word, riding with it. The process is uh, it's so much bigger than ourselves and there's so much that we leave to chance in the wood kiln and we try to do what we can to get the results that we want, but there's just so much that you just just leave it to the firing. 
Wood firing is a favorite technique among potters because it produces a natural ash glaze. This happens when flying ash in the kiln hits the pottery and melts. Only wood firing can create this effect. So the Japanese and the Koreans and the Chinese figured this out that you could put raw clay pieces in a kiln and fire it with wood and all the ash gathers on those pieces like dry ash and then at a certain temperature that gets high enough that ash will actually melt and run all over the pots. And I want a lot of ash, I want a lot of goopy, runny, just out of control kind of stuff. I just want to have just right. Here I don't have my glaze on it. So everything that you can see when it's coming out is the nature work. And how nature enhances my work is the place appreciation comes up. Is the place such a wonderful place I'm living? A few weeks later, the pots from the climbing kiln don't appear beautiful at first. They're dirty with ash and mineral deposits. After a good cleaning, however, the pieces are ready for display. That's the sunny side. And wood firing makes it one piece. So many different pieces. Look at the inside. Isn't that beautiful? All the glaze crackled. If you want to paint this, you can't do that. I don't think I can't. Through my work, I want to communicate without language. Therefore, there is no misunderstanding. 